Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Women Transform Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Monet. We are halfway through the Taking Back Control series. I hope you all have been enjoying all the guest speakers. They have been amazing. And I am just grateful and excited to be able to have guests on the podcast. It has been a long time coming. And what better way than to have guests during the most life-changing series that I have ever done because I'm actively taking back control. So I'm not just talking about it on the podcast. I'm actually doing it behind the scenes. And it's been really, really, it's been tough. It's been exciting and it's been tough at the same time because a lot of things have changed and um, transformed in my life. So I'm really excited about that. But I hope you all have been enjoying the series Like I said, we are halfway there. I am solo on this episode, but we have two more guests, and then this series will be concluded. So again, it's not over, but I really hope that you all have been enjoying it so far, and remember, you can always share any of the episodes, and give me some feedback. What episode have you resonated with the most? Like, I know for me, it was a financial episode with Raven Hoquette that definitely (laughs) <laughs> had my my wheels spinning um so definitely um let me know give me some feedback on what you guys think about this series so far of course in the show details you'll see my email address where you guys can contact me and just give me some feedback and give me some topics on what you all want to hear um as well as we conclude this series in the next few weeks so today i want to talk a little bit about taking back control of your mind this episode won't be long i feel like i've spoken about mindset and I know I have during the more than a conqueror conference I spoke about um conquering mental instability and I want to talk a little bit about taking back control of your mind I have some new I'm not going to say new information but I have some things that God placed on my heart that I want to share that I don't think that I have before Um, And if I have, it's just a reminder and not just for you, but for me as well, because I feel like taking back control of our mind is like a daily thing. Like you have to wake up and really take control of your day. And that starts with creating a space for yourself in the morning. Um, I really think that how you how what you do in the morning when you get up, I really think that that says a lot about how you will move forward in your day. And there are times where your morning may not be good, but you can turn your day around. And again, I think that taking back control of your mind is a part of that because if you don't have a good day or a good morning, you really have to get yourself, get your mind right in order to continue on and move past what didn't go right in the morning. So I feel like I'm rambling right now, but (laughs) yes. But anyway, so we're going to talk about taking back control of your mind. And I want to first start off with distractions. I feel like distractions, that's the worst. And we know the enemy, whatever he can't destroy, destroy, he will distract. And I know I'm not the only one who has dealt with distractions. I know we are all distracted at some capacity. So the first thing into taking back control of your mind is eliminating distractions And also understanding that eliminating distractions will not change God's plan. So whatever God has planned for you, it won't change just because you're eliminating distractions. And distractions could be anything. It could be binge watching things on Netflix when you should be writing out your business plan. Um, 
It could be you being in a position at work or in school, in your family, wherever you are, you're getting distracted by the little things instead of being grateful for where you are. And I definitely have dealt with that. And most recently, like even in my new position at work, I've just been getting distracted with everything that may not be what I thought it was going to be. And I'm worrying about the wrong things instead of being grateful for where I am, getting the opportunity and getting the experience, right? So eliminating distractions is the first thing that can help you take back control of your mind because when our mind is somewhere else instead of where God needs us to be, we get off track and we begin to to be stagnant and not move forward in what God has for us to be doing in the season that we are currently in. Distractions also play a big part in us missing our quality time with God. We get so worried and so frustrated about our health, about our finances, about our jobs, just about our duties, whatever we have to do. We get so distracted with those that we forget that we need to spend time with God, that we need to be in his presence. And like I said, you can get stagnant. You could be working on something and all of a sudden something didn't go the way that you planned. And I get it. Life happens. But I'm talking about those distractions that we know are distractions. We know that these things are keeping us from getting to where we need to be. So that's the first point that I have for taking back control of your mind is eliminating distractions and understanding that eliminating distractions will not change God's plan. Remember, whatever God said about you is true. Whatever he has planned for you will come to pass. We just have to continue to be led by the Holy Spirit and continue to be open and shift our perspective. I said that in the beginning of this series, that we have to shift our perspective to God's perspective in order to see things in a different way. And we can do that with our distractions as well. We can come to God and say, look, God, is this a distraction? Like, what do I need to do? How can I how can I shift gears to get back in, on track? Because I know I'm not the only one who can get off track and have to get back like, you know what, God, I apologize I have not been spending time with you. I have not been reading my word. I have not been praying the way that I should because I've been so caught up with work. I've been so caught up with the kids, with my family, all of that. Like anything can be a distraction and it's up to you to understand and and recognize what the distraction is and, and where you are spending all of your time, right? So that's the first point. The second point I have for this episode is learning consistency and discipline. Yes, that's hard. Um, But one thing I've learned that has helped me with consistency and discipline is starting with the little things. Sometimes I feel like when we're trying to do new things, we just jump right in instead of starting small. And I believe in a past episode or a past season, I mentioned this, just starting with the little things. So for me, when I first started my morning routines, um, instead of my goal was to start waking up at 5 a.m. I know for some people, some people can get up earlier, but 5 a.m. is hard for me. So before I started just waking up at 5, I started waking up at like 6.30 and then I started waking up earlier and earlier and earlier until I reached my goal of waking up at 5 a.m. every morning and learning time management because in that time frame, I'm still working a nine to five. So I have to be to work by eight and still have to have my son to school, right? So I had to learn. It was like trial and error on what I had time to do in the morning. And of course, the first thing that I want to do in the morning 
is get up, pray, journal if I need to, and do a little bit of exercising. And of course, my coffee. I love my morning coffee. But just learning consistency and discipline. So again, start with the little things. Whatever your goal is, whatever you're trying to learn, just start with that one thing. Focus on that one thing. Don't try to jump into too many things at one time. Focus on one thing and start with the smallest thing first until you start learning and gaining that consistency and discipline in what you're trying to accomplish. So that's the second one. Learning consistency and discipline and starting with the little things. Okay? So third... And taking back control of your mind is acknowledging your feelings, but understanding the facts. Sometimes, I feel like a lot of times, our feelings are not necessarily facts because we can get so caught up in, I really can't think of the right word and I don't have it in my notes, but a lot of times we just get caught up in our feelings because we can get offended very easily and take things personally. And sometimes it's not really a fact, you know, so still acknowledging how you feel, you know, creating a safe space for yourself to acknowledge like this hurt me, you know, I didn't like when this person said this, I didn't like when this person said that, but also understanding the facts and telling yourself, okay, I can get better at this, or I could achieve this another way, like encouraging yourself in a manner where you're acknowledging how you feel, yeah, your feelings may not be a positive feeling, but still acknowledging where you are and how you feel in that moment, but still turning around with the facts. So with that being said, that takes me to my fourth point is replace the negative thoughts with real facts. Rather, you're using God's word or you're encouraging yourself. As I've said before on previous seasons, write sticky notes, encouraging yourself. What has God said about you? How can you turn those, those negative feelings and thoughts into real facts that are true, things that will help uplift you, things that will encourage you, things that will push you into purpose? Because a lot of us deal with that. We deal with that negative self-talk. We deal with that like when someone says something, it may it may be true because we all have a, a thorn in our flesh that we have to work on, you know, and somebody on the outside that loves us may notice it and may say something to us about it. But because we get so offended so easily, we take it so personally. And that's what I meant in the other point when I was saying understanding the facts like, OK, yeah, I may have an attitude all the time. But I'm not going to get offended by that because I believe it's true. And nine times out of ten, when we get offended by what, you know, a loved one or a close one says, nine times out of ten, we've already thought that about ourselves. And that's why we get so offended. It's like, okay, I can think that, but I don't want you to think that, right? So, and I don't even know how I got here, (laughs) but prayerfully, this will help someone. But just replacing the negative thoughts with real facts. God said that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God said that we are more than conquerors. God said that we are the head and not the tail, right? So repeating those things that will replace the negative thoughts that you are thinking or feeling about yourself or feeling about a situation. So going back to, you know, my nine to five, when I start to feel myself complaining and getting distracted by all of the other things that are going on around me, I try to write something that I'm grateful for because I don't want to stay in that negative place. That's the whole point of replacing those negative thoughts with real facts, to not stay in that negative place. Because sometimes in our mind, not even sometimes, all the time, we can, well, no, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, we can stay in that that space for a very long time 
and we get comfortable. Some people get comfortable in that space and we want to play the victim, right? And I'm saying we because I've been there before and it's really hard to get our mindset together, to get out of that victim phase and into the victorious phase of our lives. So that's just one thing that I do when I feel like I'm ready to complain or when I feel like I'm about to worry about something that hasn't even happened. I just start writing things down that I'm grateful for. And if I don't have time to write it down, I'll just say it in my head or I'll put it in my phone, in my notes, just to kind of get my mind on something else. Because because again, we can control our minds. We can control our thoughts. We think about the things that we feel like we want to think about. And I probably did not say that the way that I felt it. <laughs> um, but we definitely can shift our thoughts and shift our perspective. We just have to learn the right strategies to do so. So that was four. Five, move past your mistakes no matter how hard. A lot of times we are... It's hard for us to take back control of our mind because we're living in the past and it's hard for us to move forward. So we're always in this angry stage. We're always in this bitter stage. You know, we're always in this frustrated stage, the victim stage, like we're just not moving forward. So that is another way that we can take back control of our minds is moving past our mistakes, no matter how hard Jesus died for our sins. Jesus know he knew what we were going to go through. He knew the decisions we were going to make. He knew everything that we would say, you know? So just moving past that and understanding that why are you condemning yourself? We're not going to, we're not going to be living lives where we're condemning ourselves for, for our past mistakes when God created us to do great things. And we can't do those great things if we're still living in the past and being distracted by the past. We got to move forward. We have to move on. God has already moved on and moved forward. He's waiting for us. So moving past your mistakes, no matter how hard, and that takes time, rather you got to go pray, rather you have to go to therapy, rather you have to join a community, do what you have to do to move past those mistakes and keep moving forward because what's ahead is so much better than what was behind, right? So the last point that I want to point out is decluttering your space. I know... And I know I'm not the only one who feels this way, but decluttering your space, whether it's your car or your home, I feel like that really helps get your mind in the right place. You know, you come back home from work and your home is is nice and clean. You got your candles lit, your dishes washed, your clothes folded, you know, even in your office space, decluttering your office space so that you're able to work so that God is able to to give you downloads about what you need to do for your next business or your next um, service or your next product, whatever it is, just decluttering your space, decluttering your car when you go on those long drives or just simply just going to work or going to the store, you're getting in your car and it smells fresh and it's vacuumed out and detailed. Like decluttering your space, I feel like has a place, a really, really big part in our minds, right? Because our just, and not just decluttering your space physically, but also decluttering your mind. And again, that goes back to, you know, speaking positive things over yourself, over your family, over your job, over your business. And again, I know I say this a lot in a lot of episodes, but I just feel like we all need that reminder because, like I said, taking back control of your mind is a daily thing. I know for some of us, the smallest thing can tick us off and cause us to get off track. And I am one of them. And I think that's why I'm so big on mindset, because I just feel like every time I grow 
in my relationship with God or anytime I'm faced with a new challenge, I I recognize like my, your mindset is really, really important. And I start to learn different things in different ways. And some of you may already know, you know, these tips and these strategies and have already tried it. But listen, I just had to share it with whoever else. You know, you may have heard it before and you may need a reminder like, you know what, maybe I do need to declutter my space, get some organization going on in my closet. I know that's that's my toxic trait. My closet <laughs> is terrible. I have to declutter my closet probably every three months. It's ridiculous. So just making space and making room, you know, for new things and not just physically, but mentally and spiritually so God can give you more. So God can so you can create this space where God can really pour into you and cause you to be able to help other people and your family and your business and your job, wherever you know, God is calling you to do great things. So that is it for this episode. I hope it helped. I know I rambled a little bit in the beginning, but it's been a while since I've been behind the mic because I, I, you know, had the interviews and all of that. So I'm really, really excited to continue the Taking Back Control series. Again, we have two more special guests that will be joining us for the series. And I'm really excited about these last two topics. And I also have some great things to share with you all after the series ends, because like I said, we are going to be taking back control the rest of the year. Like I'm, I'm ready. You know, I'm not waiting until January to start taking back control. We're going to start now and we're going to be walking into the new year taking back control. Right. So again, thank you all for listening. I hope this episode really helped you and I will talk to you all next week.